Welcome to Sweeping the Country one more time. A very special vault episode today brought to you by Jimmy Carter. And Jimmy, this one is a comedy, uh, what do you call this, the the hat trick? The thing about comedy is when you're talking serious about comedy. (laughs) Right. Now, uh, Dudley Moore and I, I try to be the straight man on all these interviews like that. I try to feed them stuff. Mm -hmm. And so we're going and moving it along. And uh, this is from 1984, so it's it's an older. Poor old Dudley died in 2002. He had some type of Parkinson's plus syndrome. I loved him, and he was not that old. He uh, yeah. took about three years. He was he was out of it. But this was in 1984, and oh my God, the movies! I loved him in Foul Play. Not everybody has seen oh, I that. Forgot about you had Foul to Play. love him in Ten. Oh yeah, with Bo Derek. Oh my oh, God, I did. I loved the and braids Arthur, and everything. Yeah. Oh, Arthur, hilarious, they, drunk, uh, rich guy. He was guy. nominated for an Academy Award for Best Actor for that. Did win the Golden Globe that year. Yeah, that and then there great. was Mickey and Maud and several other things. He was a major television star in England. Was he before okay. all this happened? But let's sit down and let a little chat with the wonderful Dudley Moore. Dudley, you have played a sexually obsessed conductor in Foul Play, a lustful songwriter in Ten. And now you're a bigamist in Mickey and Maude. What, what is being said here? Uh, are you trying to tell us anything? I'm basically telling you that I'm sexually rampant, unreliable, and uh, plain nuts. Well, do you see yourself as one of the screen's best lovers? Yes, I do. Yes. Um, <laughs> I thought you were. <laughs> yes, I'll show Who are your role models for uh, this merriment that you're making on the screen? The who? The merriment you're making on who the screen. Who are my role, who models? role models? My mother mm-hmm. and my dog. Um, four reindeer and uh, my model for merriment. Shall we get into this seriously? We can. No, I won't. I won't get into this seriously. All right. Uh, let's go back to your youth here. This would be like therapy. My youth? Your youth. You called yourself once an over-serious... You mean I'm still not young? Is, is that what you're trying to I say? Just, I re- didn't get the memo. It said here that you were an over-serious, <laughs> pompous boy. Oh, yes. I think that's true. I'm spluttering at the thought of it. <coughs> of being over-serious or a pompous boy? You're... Both. Both make me splatter. Were you really? Uh, I think I was uh, I was very aggressive, little boy, which meant that I, I invited it. Uh, I was one of the quieter ones. I was timid, you know. Um, but un- underneath all that timidity lurked a small monster. Mm-hmm. Still does. Uh, and I, so I got bullied a great deal. Uh, I was very pompous, you know, which is a nice cover-up for not feeling too good about yourself. Yeah. Did all of a sudden you just became funny? Or did yeah. You, you know? I did. I suddenly decided I better be, become funny. I'm not winning this way. <laughs> I get beaten up at lunchtime. I, I better be funny. And somehow that diffuses all the aggression. Next. You used to charge <laughs> 15 bucks to play the church organ. What's your current rate if I needed you for this weekend? Church organ? Oh, it's... Hey. Did you really charge 15 bucks to play the I church organ? I didn't charge it, but the... Um, no, it wasn't 15, actually. Well, it uh, would have been English. It was, um, it was one guinea, uh, which is one pound, one shilling, which is now worth about a dollar thirty but uh, at the time you know in my mind felt like twenty pounds forty dollars uh, and I remember one afternoon there were five weddings and I got five guineas if you sang in the choir you got one <laughs> shilling and sixpence which is a few cents but that uh, that was a great source of income for me you were considered for a long time a cult comedian why is that? Is it the type I of was, humor you were doing? Well, it meant all the films I did didn't work, you know, and a uh, few people saw them. So you were considered a cult comedian. Things it was like a loyal, small Dudley Moore following until... Yes, or, yes. Small meaning the following, not me, <laughs> presumably. 
because um, I'm very tall underneath this. Uh, I was going to ask you about that, but my first question actually was, Mr. Moore, why are you short? Ah. And uh, I went ahead and went to the other one. I wasn't sure. Why am I short? Well, why my are, mother why and father, are you short? Let's get to that. My mother and father were my size. They're even smaller now. There's very little left, apparently. <laughs> um, my sister is five foot eight. Uh, I was always being told I'd be as tall as my Uncle Bernard, but that never happened. Uh, so, I, I was going to say something awful, but I meant, um, no, I, <laughs> you can cut around this. Comedians, are, we're going to run this as it is. We're going to show him thinking. Yes, the best thinking. Part I was thinking something thinking. so awful. But, uh, no, I, um, I, uh, I've had no luck in getting any taller. I've tried everything. If you were six foot three, mm. would you be sitting here being interviewed, do you think? Mm, and, yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good point, but uh, it's one of those unanswerables. Let's talk about some of the people you've worked with. You've had uh, some interesting co-stars mm. in the past few years. Uh, one of my favorites was, uh, you didn't have a tremendous part in the movie, but I thought you almost stole the show, was in Foul Play with mm. Goldie Hawn. Yeah. What did you think about that experience? Goldie, that, that was the you one mean, you were a sexually obsessed conductor. Right, right. Well, that was fun. I didn't. I really wasn't sure about doing that part because I wasn't sure about doing another sexually obsessed mm -hmm. twit. However, um, Colin Higgins was uh, a wonderful uh, director, still is, and uh, Goldie Horn is delightful to work with. You know, we, my scenes were with her, and uh, she's just uh, terrific. Yeah. Okay, I'm sure you're asking about Bo Derek all the time too. What? Uh what is the real Bo Derek? I mean, is she? Well, back I in those days, at least, anyway. I thought she did a wonderful job in Ten. I really do. Uh, and, um, I mean, an acting job. I thought she was just terrific. I thought she was great in A Change of Season. Was that the film she did afterwards? I think that was the name of it. Um, and um, I think if she just allowed herself to do, to be herself, then the film's she does would have even more impact, you know. Um, but no, I think she was terrific. Very quiet uh, woman and uh, very much uh, very reserved, and but very nice. Your bi biggest successes seem to be when you are playing a real funny, up, physical kind of guy. Does that bother you a little bit when you make a movie like a Six Weeks and it's not really as accepted commercially as uh, some of these other ones are. And this one will be a large commercial success, I believe, Mickey and Ron. Well, I, yeah, it, has a, it seems to have the potential. Uh, I was bitterly disappointed by the, by the reception of Six Weeks because I put my heart and soul into that. And I loved it. I, I loved writing the music. As a matter of fact, I dreamt I was playing the music last night. Isn't that funny? And somebody said, that's the worst music I've ever heard. Isn't that interesting? I think it's lovely myself. But um, no, I was, I was really disappointed. Uh, I had great hopes for it, so I was baffled. When is it, it because is it the old thing of a singer always wants to be an actor and an actor always wants to be yeah. a singer? You wanted to be serious. No, I, I didn't. Play, I didn't play a, a morose, uh, grave mm -hmm. person. I played somebody yeah. with a great sense of humor, right. which I, I felt mitigated against any unbearable solemnity. It wasn't. I wasn't doing my Ingmar Bergman, and I would never do that. I, I have no uh, plans to play, um, you know, things that I that I don't think would fit me as a complete person, and I'm both very solemn and very mad and happy and grief-stricken like the rest of us, you know. So I, I wouldn't want to play anything that was beyond me. Mm -hmm. So I didn't think Six Weeks was something that would not be received well. You're going to play an elf in the film Santa Claus. Mm. 
Uh, are you excited about that, or what kind of terribly excited? Are you going to be? Is that, is that a major deal being an elf, or are you just going to be? A no, I'm just based. I, 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 people ask me what is it do you want to portray, and I, I say truly that it's like the brother I wanted to have, but never did. Like Alec Guinness was to John Mills in Great Expectations, mm. nice and supportive and things. And it's, it, I think it'll be an entertaining fantasy film. And Mickey and Maude, give a quick sale job for the people out there that need to see the film. Look Don't at the camera. It's funny, it's touching, it's charming, it's hilarious, volcanic laughs. Um, and um, please go and see it. Um, no, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's the best work I've done for many moons, and that is very much due to the fact that I was helped by Blake Edwards, and he gave me a, an area, an environment to play in, and didn't uh, pull any reins on me. So I think it's, it's a performance that I'm proud of, a film that I love. Yeah. He gave us a lot of joy and happiness in his time. But oh, I want to tell did, you, he did, he did, he I, really did, and. Uh, and his stuff on, I mean, all those movies that we talked about earlier, yeah, they're still funny. Oh, I, if we watch one today, uh, particularly Foul Play, do you ever see that one? I never shot in San Francisco with what, Chevy what, Chase. I do remember as a that. Detective. It was the first movie Chevy ever did. I never saw the movie because I think my parents were and it was rated R, I think. And so I never saw it. And well, I, that's one of those you ought to write down and find I on will do that. Yeah. Prime or something. Yeah. Barry Manilow does the theme. Oh, my God. Goldie Hawn is beautiful and wonderful in that one. Yeah, foul uh, play. Okay. He is so funny as a as a, as a weirdo. And there's Billy Barty that gets thrown out the window. I mean, it's one. It's it's in my top ten favorite comedy films of all time. I will have to look no it up. I just, it. I just remember him. Of course, Bo Derek with the braids and the whole deal and uh, all that. I remember that. But... You had reminded me of Arthur, and I'd forgot what a great drunk guy oh. he played in that movie. I mean, that was really good. And I just wish I could remember the old man's name that's his butler, you know. Yeah, I can't one. remember either. And the whole thing is just, I, you know, when a movie can make you laugh just thinking about it. Right, right. Which it's a great did movie. just then with me. Yeah. And then you got this next lady who is just... She was on Laugh In. Oh, which yes. Is really, really where she got her start. Yeah. And she's won two Tony, Tonys, a Grammy, seven Emmys, and she's been in great movies like Nine to Five oh, yeah. and so many others. And this one, we're talking about the movie where she played Miss Jane Hathaway in the Beverly Hillbillies. <sighs> Beverly Hillbillies movie. So if you're a Hillbillies fan, you're going to hear us talk a little bit about Beverly Hillbillies. But here we go with Lily Tomlin. Well, I love to see you when you do a full-blown Be Crazy comedy. And this is the first one you've really done totally nuts, probably, since 9 to 5. Yes. Wasn't this fun to it be that way? It was great fun. It was really fun. And this is even more so in the sense because this movie lets you... I mean, I had to play a much straighter character in 9 to 5. Violet was fun mm -hmm. and everything, but she was... She had to be, a, you know, a little more... She had to be more naturalistic. And, and Miss Hathaway and the Hillbillies are... Is, you know, you're given permission to be just that much more styled. Is it a little intimidating playing somebody who people are so familiar with yes. when another actress has played the part? Very much, yeah. Does that you, worry you when you maybe I, want to always, take the part? Always. You think about it, you know, you think about it before you take the role, you weigh it, you think about it, you think about how you would do it or hope you can mm -hmm. do it, and then you just pray you're walking the line, <laughs> you know, that, that honors that memory and, uh, and lets you bring something new to it. The Beverly Hillbillies is a very unusual program. I mean, I've seen it a million times. I always thought Jethro Bodine was kind of a role model for me. And uh, it's really an unusual piece of television. 
Yes. And, and, and really theater. I mean, Irene Ryan, for example, the late granny, uh, as a comedian, I'm sure you could say some things about how good an actress she was. Oh, no, she was wonderful. They were all wonderful. They were all so, you know, they're so strongly drawn and, uh, and essenced and the relationships. And, and then there was a lot, there was a lot of incredible turns in, 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 in double things going on in those, in those uh, episodes that made it, made it really warm to people. When you see a show like The Beverly Hillbillies, it was written in the 60s, and there are others. Is it the writing and the acting combined, or is it the writing that really gave these uh, great actors something to work with? Or they ad-lib it, or can you tell? I don't know if you can tell. I think it's like it's casting. It's just it happens to be this lucky uh, circumstance of casting married to the right uh, content somehow. Mm -hmm. it's, to me, it's always it's a roll of the dice. You know, I don't think you can ever predict that it's going to be right. You could have had, you know, maybe someone else would have been in Buddy Epson's role mm -hmm. and it might have just been off somehow. It's or, magic. Yeah. It really is magic. Was it strange working with Dabney Coleman again, this time being his aide? No. It was, uh, it was perfect because uh, he's one of my favorites. This is kind of divine casting in a way. I mean, you know, if, if you had sat around a party and said, who would be good in this? Who would be good in that? I mean, it's really hard to imagine, you know, who I would have gotten if I couldn't have gotten Dabney Coleman for Mr. Drysdale. Right, I know. And you're the great, perfect Miss Jane. I don't think I would have thought of Cloris Leachman, but she did a granny like I've never seen. Yeah, she's I mean, wonderful. I didn't think any human could ever be made to look like uh, Granny's character. Because no, that was really a physical look as much as uh, what she did. Right. No, I think everybody, and that's a credit to Penelope. I mean, mm -hmm. she really, she really uh, persisted in this casting. Even Jim, hiring Jim, she wanted Jim... Uh, even though other people were offered to her, mm -hmm. you know, other better known people in Hollywood and so on, she, uh, she knew that Jim was going to have authenticity and, and, and he had to, it, to be the rock of the family and to replace someone like Epson, he had to be authentic, he had to have a real heart, you know, in, in that culture and Jim does. What is Lily Tomlin like when she's at work in a, in a movie? Are you a different person? Are you? No, I'm, uh, uh, I don't think you have to ask someone else. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm pretty much the same. You are. I mean, you don't yeah. go into a, you know, more serious, you know, when you work mode when you're working or that kind of thing. Or you try to keep it light. Well, it depends on what you're doing, kind mm -hmm. of. You know, or it depends on what scene is coming up, or depends how how easy it is that you're what you're mm -hmm. doing, because then you can be playful. If it's real easy, uh, and and Miss Hathaway was extremely close to me, and you know, easy mm -hmm. for me physically. I mean, it was just a kind of mm -hmm. thing that suits me, and I have a load of fun doing it. So. Um, I had so I, that fun translates, you know. The day, every day is every day is sort of a pleasure, and interrelating with uh, people like Dabney and Cloris that you have a history with, and people who who you get a kick out of, you know. So now in this movie, uh, Dolly Parton shows up for a second, yes. and I'm with her, I guess, uh, two nights from now. And I'll, why? And the public wanted Nine to Five to be done again. We're still trying. You can't get Jane away from Ted now. No, though. she wait. probably won't do it. You're right. I mean, you'd have to really, really. I don't think she would do it. She might, but I don't think so. Uh, What's been the problem? Why has it taken so many years? I mean, this was a big hit movie. There had to be pressure from somebody to try to make some more money on the concept. Yes. It was a perfect. It was one of those casts that it was so perfect you had to see them again. Yeah, I don't. Is it no an availability problem, or you couldn't get a script, or no? What? For for a while, it was a. You know, first of all, Colin, the the director. Who was uh, he was preparing a second script and then Colin uh, got sick and died, and uh, then I know Dolly's company has tried to come up with a script a couple of times, and I although the scripts have never been shown to me apparently they didn't think they worked mm -hmm. strongly enough so they never advanced them, 
Um, I'm hoping some. I think it would be a shame for us not before it gets too late. I wish they would reunite us. I mean, you would want to do it again, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And Dolly's always told me she wants to do it again. Right. And then I guess when I talked to the last time that I did something with Jane Fonda, she said she wanted to do it again. Oh, she did? This was like uh, a couple years before ago. she went into this uh, housewife mode. Yeah. You know, but uh, she I'd, wanted to I, do She it. might not want to do it again now with Ted. I don't know. It's such a shame. It's such I know. a great. Well, maybe well, you'll she might get out. talked into it. Maybe we can figure out some way how to do that again. Okay. But I'll tell Dolly hello for you. Oh, okay? you will. Okay, right. great. See, do that. Right. You know, Jimmy, she also did some live comedy touring, which I thought was kind of yeah. neat. I mean, she's very funny. Not necessarily stand up, but she made me laugh a ton. She had all these characters and just fantastic, fantastic comedian. I'd forgotten she got an Academy Award nomination for Best Supporting Actress in Robert Altman's Nashville, which was hard to watch. Yeah, I didn't like that movie, but it's but it's an interesting, you know, kind of yeah, good film. actress. Yes. Yeah, All right, you ready for these next guys? Oh, Since man. we're doing comedy today, right? Here's the hat trick. Now, this is three guys. It, it it if we hang on till the end of it, you might hear Chevy Chase do something. This disgusting is you, all I can you say. Will, you will. You will. Stay if, all the way to the end. You do hear yeah. it. I think you do hear you it. You do hear it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here they are. The three amigos, Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, and Martin Short. Buenos dias, three amigos. Gesundheit. Yes. Uh, let's go ahead and go through slow motion. Don't do it fast because I still can't remember the salute from the movie. I know it does something like this, but it went relatively quickly. The three amigos salute? Yes. The very slowly. In slow motion, the three amigos right. salute. I slow motion. Do it in slow motion. No. Well, this is a regular One, okay. two, three. <coughs> okay. Thank you. That's going to be very popular. Who thought of that, by the way? Who gets credit? Uh, it's a combination of three, four people pitching together and finally coming up with a masterpiece. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better. You three guys, when you were uh, little Actually, boys... Actually, it was in a Leonardo da Vinci notebook we got it from. <laughs> when you were little, did you normally... This is for all three. Did you normally play cowboys or did you play doctor? I played nurse when I was a child. I know that. Martin? Uh, Dale Evans was a big hero. Who else? You played cowgirl? I no, I played, uh, cow I played uh, Zorro, actually. I was, Zorro was a big fan. And I was cowboy. Robin Hood most of the time. I played cowboys, cowboys and then slowly would maneuver into Doctor. So, you know, in the old days, they had Doctors. Did you ever watch the Cisco Kid? You talking about what? Do the cricket. <laughs> what? Yes. From Waco, Texas, and you're from Canada, and yes. you're from New York, right? As far as you know. That's, I was just verifying that. Uh, Martin, tell me something. You did social work when you were in college, right? Yes. Did that help you in working with these two men? Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, because I, I actually worked uh, in a, a center for adult uh, people with emotional disturbances. Mm -hmm. and so. Did you really? Yes, I it did. It helped your dancing. Yeah. I didn't know that about you. Yes, I did, for a year. But now it makes total sense. Mm -hmm. uh, well, you're hot. Yeah. Hey, we got to explain we just ate. Yeah. Generally, yeah. you yeah. get a lot of gas. <laughs> you're <laughs> hot. No, but it was uh, great working with these two mutts. <laughs> Gee, this is probably the worst moment I've ever had. No, it television. isn't. No, it isn't. No, it yeah. isn't. I think you're doing very well. Let me say what he wanted yes. to say, which is it's great working with me and Steve. <laughs> yes. So. Are they very easy to work with? Uh, astonishingly easy. They don't try to intimidate you or bother you or do anything with you? Yes, well, uh, Steve did give me some advice. Steve, what was that advice you gave me? Don't be funny. Don't try to be funny while I'm on the screen because the audience would hate him for it. That's true. And you did, and you weren't funnier? How would you feel about that? No, I broke the rules. You I did what I wanted once I heard action. I like this movie a lot. Uh, it's a comedy, but it's like in the old, it's a little bit like an old Western, but you're making fun of the old Western. How would you? Uh... A little bit, but the biggest problem we're fighting right now is, uh, you know, this movie is shot in color, 
and there's the black and whiters who want to change it to Colorizer. black and white. Yeah. Mm. We're trying to stop them because we think it's uh, damaging to the work. Hello. <laughs> uh, give me some adjectives to describe yourself if somebody was trying to do that right now. Jeff. To do what? Describe yourself and just adjectives only. Big. You know, they always say witty and that kind of thing. So give me some good adjectives. You mean in the picture? No, just in just life. life. Just in life as a person, mm -hmm. as a human being. Uh, fatuous. <laughs> Take off the U.S. <laughs> Fat. No, no. I would say I would say that uh, I would be described as, you know, it's like uh, you take a jerk and a nerd and a leading man, you put them together. Yeah. And yeah. You get what do you get? I would say for me, uh, the intellectual. Mm -hmm. Steve, the intellectual. I would say about myself. And Martin, I combine a, a kind of combination of being driven and pert. <laughs> Vigilant. But you have you have a pertness with the desperation to yeah. quality. Yeah. Like I want this laugh, I want to get it, and I don't care what the cost is. Are all three of you guys yeah, frustrated singers? As opposed to frustrated actors, but frustrated singers. Steve and I became frustrated singers <laughs> when Marty sang. <laughs> yeah. Because he was too good. I mean you're in music videos a lot. I mean spies like that. I don't I notice I don't do any of the singing, I just lip sync. You pretend a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Would you like to sing? Uh, you play if guitar. You, if you like. Then I w You mean now? If you'd like. What was the song? Uh, Butter oh, oh, the Buttercup Butter song. Oh, Buttercup song. song. That's them. Then there was uh, the, the... Do you realize that this was the only one here? We would get a pickup. <laughs> this We're just going to go in and out of this who's stuff. Who's had a hit single. Yeah, that's single. He sold a... You've got oh, a gold yeah. record. That's right. You're the only one here yeah. who is single, as a matter of fact. We're married. They're married and have two children. Yes. You're just still a wild and crazy guy. I simply mounted the horse <laughs> and rode. We have to finish this with. Uh, oh, really? Finish? Yes, we do. We just started. We're going, we've learned the salute, and we've learned about you guys, and now we're going to end up with my little buttercup. Do you remember that sweet little buttercup? Sure, but let's you end. With, we'll go out. Okay. Yes, we're going to go out uh, for the last thirty seconds of this interview. My little buttercup has the sweetest smile. Yes, my dear little buttercup. You can do that. Won't, won't you stay a while? There you have it, and they're on key too. Yeah, mm -hmm. marvelous. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, there they are. What you can know, you say? I, here's what I can say. My entire life, I have idolized those three guys, and probably Chevy Chase and uh, Steve Martin a little more than Martin Short. He kind of came to the party later, but he was yeah. there. But those guys made me laugh in Caddyshack, The Jerk. Um, all those movies that they did, their their stand up, even sure. going back to That's Saturday Night Live. Oh my, so funny! And Jimmy, you having those guys, uh, you know, I guess somewhere in the file, and now sharing it with everybody else is pretty darn cool, if you ask me. Yeah, that was done at uh, the Ventana Canyon Resort in so Tucson, Arizona. We did the interviews outside. Yes, uh, with these big, beautiful cactus all around us, yes, and yes. weather was perfect. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, that was great. No, they were so funny. You guys were throwing barbs back and forth. And I, I encourage everybody to go to the YouTube channel to watch it because there's stuff you miss in the audio. I mean, you hear it, you have to go back and listen. But if you watch them, just the motions, the looks they give each other, the <laughs> By looks the way, they give you. You saw the movie Three Amigos with this as was. Oh, yeah. Do you remember his character's name, Chevy Chase? God, I can't remember. I cannot. Dusty remember. Bottoms. <laughs> The whole movie was like that. Just funny Dusty stuff. Bottoms, Lucky Day, and Ned Nederlander. Nederlander, yeah. <laughs> funny stuff. That's what you get right here on The Vault. 
each week we do a default episode. And of course, you can go watch at AskJimmyCarter.com. You can watch the video of these interviews if they're available. And of course, you can hear the audio every week right here on Sweeping the Country. Until next time, I'm Derek Walker. He is... I'm Jimmy Carter. Good day. Good day.